A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hello, signers. Hey. Uh, before we get into this week's episode, we have new reviews to read. Yay. Yippee. Music to our ears and eyes. Um, if you don't know, if you leave us a five-star review, not only are we forever grateful and very happy, uh, we will read it on air. Uh, it really does help us. It helps our, our podcast reading. It helps people find us. And like I said, mostly it just makes us feel nice and we like hearing from you. There's um, something with like algorithms too that's like, if the amount of people who are listening versus writing reviews, for, you know, it's like the man just trying to like whatever. So it really actually truly does help. Yes. Apple doesn't let us know a lot about what makes their podcast uh, like algorithm. Yeah. Work, like who's but... new and noteworthy? Did their PR company pay you to be new and noteworthy? It's like a, a deeply held podcasting secret. But Damn. we're trying to we're trying our best to crack it. Um, <laughs> Even though we are not new at all. Yeah, we're not new. We are noteworthy, I hope. Yes, um, clear, too, clearly. Uh, love it. Okay, so this uh, first review is entitled Good Times with Stelliums. Mm. Uh, and this comes from, uh, <laughs> I want to say, Joe Transboy with too much cap, uh, but it's X I O. I'm hoping I'm Gio? pronouncing that correctly. It could have also be Gio. I'm just also going to say X I O. X I O. Okay. Um, the review says, they them pronouns please i love this show it's so fun informative and has filled a, in a lot of gaps in my knowledge of astrology i've listened to the stellium episode a bunch of times now Dang. because it's like scary accurate for me so i have seven capricorn placements <laughs> and is all in the first house whoa but aqua sun and leo moon wow. yes yes 
That's a lot of Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Uh, it once startled a professional astrologer I went to. I remember y'all saying you'd want to hear from a Capstellian person because you didn't quite relate to yours in your outer planet. So I'm here to say that you hit the nail on the head with your, quote, problems with authority figures, has a hard time giving up control and would do best to be their own boss. I've always been sort of a punk kid and I'm also a cartoonist who self publishes and is trying to start a publishing company in the next few years. So I'm very much aiming to be my own boss someday. Also the first house stellium described as quote unquote, you're a lot is extremely true. I actually say that myself often, LOL. I also remember a while back, I think someone suggested an episode on astrology and queerness. And I super hope that topic happens someday, especially if you could bring in a guest who is trans or non-binary. Anyway, keep it up. And thank you for thanks for making my time at my day job. Less boring, beautiful emojis. Wow. Wonderful. Thank you. Also, we would love to see um, your cartoons yeah like again this is the platform to self promo so you put your handles um send us everyone send us your links your things we want everyone to succeed obviously capricorn stellium that's no problem for you you're gonna do it um and yes of course like i think that is a good suggestion of astrology and queerness i think so much of the writing is old and very straighty um i mean i would definitely listen back to our episode with colin bedell um but yes this is something we will prioritize and absolutely i'm glad that you wrote this wow so much cap seven 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 that's a magic number wow yeah i mean you're probably a pretty magical person i would say yay uh this is me too with five stars from paris ovo exo uh let's read this motherfucker sucker uh i was cracking up when you ladies were saying the libras were coming out of the woodwork with where our episode at <laughs> uh uh with where i was because honestly same lol i was so close to reaching out hating on libras is death the new gemini and maybe i i feel like i've been getting lightweighted love you girls so informative while keeping it cute appreciate you xoxo libra sun libra moon sag rising um appreciate you too Um, i mean i read that that was such a good libra i read i read this in all the libra voices i'm like keeping it cute like it's we're trying so thanks boom boom the next review comes from miss amy 244 and it's titled Impression is for the now Trust is for the future Which I really love Wow, wow. Okay Amy. Miss Amy Quit my job Had 12 bucks in my account Spent five to be a Patreon subscriber And oh, two ninety nine sh- to rent Hercules on YouTube <laughs> So if that doesn't say I love you Then I guess It says I'm just irresponsible <laughs> <laughs> But don't worry Got a Gemini 10th And a Pisces Stellium 7th Reassuring or not This podcast is awesome Love the community I get on Facebook solely for the WYS FB group. Nice. But honestly, can everyone follow me on Insta? I'm a singer, songwriter, poet, lots of astrology themes, and feel good booty vibes. Peace sign. Snacks, alicious. It's spelled S-N-A-X underscore A underscore L-I-C-I-O-U-S. Uh, 
Subject line from Yogi Teabag. Don't know how I feel about it. XOXO, your fave <laughs> Pisces sun, Gemini moon, Virgo rising. Oh, my um, God. Snacks following I, you. I fucking love that. Follow. That's from a Yogi Teabag. Oh, my God. Impressionist for the now, dresses for the future. That's I love such it. a Yogi Teabag. Wow. Wait, what was the handle one more time? Snacks A Licious. Oh. S-N-A-X underscore A underscore Yes. They're active on our Insta. Uh, hell, yes. Snacks Delicious. Also... Wow, at the whole the saga of the twelve dollars in the bank account. I mean, that is so. I'm. I mean, you just deserve a follow. <laughs> I mean, we're all logging on. Yeah, like, I'm like right. truly can't. Yeah. Never has. Never have I been more compelled. I mean, look, see where your review can go, everybody. You can shout out yourself. <laughs> You'll get the follows. I mean, this was really a masterclass in how to how to write a review. So absolutely. Thank you so much, Miss Amy. Um, next review is entitled, It's All Your Fault, <laughs> from Kate and Canines. Man, I mean, I feel, you know those like uh, Mickey's uh, oh, caps yeah. where it's like oh, the yeah, thing blows yeah. up? That's what I feel Looks like when more. I'm reading these where I'm like, I feel like I'm going to read, I'm going to say like <laughs> something so yeah, weird. Like, Poo on head. Poo on my head. Yeah. <laughs> or, it's like, or it's like, no, it's, it's. Uh, Steve, you just came up with poo on my head, and, though. Also, uh, it was should have been. Prompted. I was like, poon head. Uh. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Anyways, but that's not what this is. This is from Kate and Canines. It's all your fault. I started listening to this podcast about six months ago, and it has turned me into a total astrology nerd. Now I listen to three astrology podcasts. I've looked up my friends' natal charts, and people at work are starting to think of me as that weird astrology chick. Oh, my chick. God. These three ladies are fun to listen to, and they do a great job of explaining a really complex subject in an entertaining and easy-to-understand way. I love the banter in the beginning, even though I sometimes feel really old listening to you guys talk about your first Saturn return <laughs> when I'm more than halfway to my second. Love you guys so much. Thanks for what you do. Thank you. Oh, yes. Keep being that weirdo at work. I love it. I mean, it's so, especially when you first like get in to a strong, like, I'm not a conspiracy theory person, but it does feel like there's, yeah, it all, there's messages everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I see it. The tiles, they all have the symbology, but it is like so fun that first, first deep dive. And it's just, I'm glad we could be there with you for it. Um, And then the, this goat thinks you're great. Uh, from GR Turnbull. I've seen this username quite a bit. Hey guys, I love the way this podcast I love the way this podcast feels conversational yet informative and has got me way more into astrology than I was before. Particular favorites of mine is Astellium as I have six plants in Capricorn in the second house. Yes, I'm constantly panicking about my savings account and the Music Bops podcast as music has been a massive part of my life since childhood. All the love from the UK, Capsun, Gemini Moon, Sag Rising. Oh. Well, thank you. Heavy I know they're coming. They're coming love out. I, I mean, it. I think we did challenge like, oh, what? Who's like the most Capricorn person ever? Make some noise, and then they're all like, me. I love it. Me, me. Nothing, nothing. You caps love more than a challenge. Oh, so <laughs> you guys. So here we are. Seven's the number to be. Yep, rose to the Seven. occasion. Does anyone? Does anyone have eight? We have eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, thank you so much. We love your reviews. We love so reading fun. them. 
We really appreciate it. If you haven't left one, um, please consider doing it or even just rating us five stars. It's super easy if you're on an iPhone, the podcast app. Um, again, it helps us. It makes us feel good. And we love reading them. You can even write something mean and we'll read it as long as it's five stars. We, yeah. we don't care. Cry about it. But yeah, I mean, we won't <laughs> love it, it as much, um, but we'll do it because we we believe in keeping our word. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. If you've written a review, we appreciate it. If you're thinking about it, fucking do it, baby. Just do it. Jump in. Uh, and without further ado, enjoy our episode. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the phoenix rising from the ashes of this podcast. Mm. Hell yeah. Is that... I didn't know that that's, that was one of the Scorpio animals. Yeah, the... Tre- the like phoenix, the, the eagle. The, oh. three, the three versions. It's obviously not the like official symbol of it, but that's... We talked about that kind of with yeah. the Virgo episode, how it's like the only other sign that has a, a three-part like evolution to the like the journey the consciousness scorpio consciousness mm. if oh. you will and we're, i mean we're gonna talk all about it uh, wow yeah, we'll get into more. it well, secrets are- out this episode's <laughs> about scorpios but wow very cute we'll talk we'll talk about that in a moment you guys yes i went to not all gemini's halloween party and shout out to courtney perkins was the most buck Halloween bash I've ever been to in my entire life. Whoa. Sangria was flowing. She lives in this. I won't say where she lives, but she lives in a, a old, like, it looked like a movie set party where yeah. it was just like a hacienda with big beams and just like everyone was costumed in like different. It just looked like someone did casting for like costumed party goers. Oh, cool. And I came in second place in the costume contest. I loved your great costume. costume. Oh, thank you. Such a good. Okay, many people did pull me aside later that night and said I was robbed. So I felt pretty good about that. Who? What was the costume that got first? The costume that got first was this girl who dressed in she was a bu- like a bush like a shrub uh-huh. so when it was time to stand in the line and everyone's like this is your costume and then it was like an elimination so there was like a big line of people and then it moved to a top three so then i moved to the top three and i was like oh my god moved to the top three with another couple that was dressed as lil nas x and billy ray cyrus as together from the old town road Great. video looked really good then mia spaghetti you hate to see it so good and then the bush committed to the bit she was in all full shrubbery, and when it was her turn to be like applauded, she would squat down and like camouflage. Okay, so I know who this person is. You okay. do? I'm pretty sure. At them and tell them. I'm not going to. <laughs> no. Many people said it was an unjust win. I, I thought know it was what? a commi- I'll I like- agree. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I liked the commitment. Like, I was like, all right, this is like, this is a shtick. Um, 
my costume didn't realize had a lot of shake value. So like when it was like, you know, hand overhead, volume meter time, like I just shimmied in like the, in the crowd. Awesome. Wild. Yeah. yeah. And then I did have the second round moment where I did make an impassioned speech that was like, fuck keto carbs forever. Cause I couldn't shake twice. Like, I mean, yeah. I gotta like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm really trying to win here. There was no prize also. It was just, it was just, I mean, winning is a prize lights. in and of yeah. itself. I know. Um, but that was, fun. I was, I think in earlier in, I can't remember what episode, but like, I was not feeling the Halloween spirit for a while. It really kicked in towards getting closer to the Halloween time. I mean, I, as you know, not to spoil. I mean, not. I was like, spoil, spoiler alert. Lisa was fat bastard, and it was yes, fucking so awesome. Good. I ordered my Doctor Evil costume. To, no, yes, stop. Yes, I ordered it. I overnighted it i was like i gotta have it by sunday and they fucked up they fucked up my the delivery they didn't have the apartment number i was so fucking pissed i was so ready i've like never i don't do like funny costumes really i mean i'm like it's one of i it just doesn't i've never i'm not good at it Mm -hmm. and i feel like people are so so clever with halloween costumes especially like comedians are really good at it and all that and then so i was like so stoked i was like oh this is gonna be like a funny costume bald yeah the bald cap i had the bald cap i had it all i was fucking ready and i spent not so much money no that's like a but you you invest in that kind of get it back I'm returning it, but I and Damn, I like get the shipping fee back. Well, that's, that's bullshit. I put it on like them, put it on like once. <laughs> I called them the bald cap. Yeah. I know I'm like the bald cap has to be in the packaging or else I would. Fuck. I have thought about it. I've been like, do I just really take some like thoughty photo shoots selfies in the Doctor Evil? Oh, yes. Evil. <laughs> Fucking so. Do hot. I make? Oh no, he wouldn't really say that. One. Do I make you a million horny? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> um, no, but I called because I looked at their return policy, which I always think it's weird. I am like never I don't return things because I'm fucking lazy like that. Uh, but whenever I see that on a website, I'm always like, who cares about free returns? I, I care now because yeah. I looked at it and they were like, not only do you not get your money back, there's like a three stocking fee and i called i called and i was like no no i was like if i'm not gonna get my shipping money back i was like i am not you are not Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm getting all of my money back because that's the only reason i did this and she was like okay yeah i mean the mercury shadow mixed with just like the mayhem of halloween i ordered a lot of i'm like the shipping coordinator for many friends and because i'll like order things on my prime whatever yes i order on amazon i try not to do it all the time but here we go and i was it was a lot of texting being like hey it's not it's delayed it yeah. it's not it's coming november 12th and i don't think you want this hawaiian yeah. shirt for november yeah. 12th and yeah. it was just like i hate to break hate to break hearts over here but i didn't realize it was going to be so fucking difficult to find a dr evil costume i looked on amazon <laughs> and it was like only one it was like only extra small size mm. and all that and like even still i try i they can't call it dr evil because it's licensed or whatever, right so they have to call it like evil evil, evil genius or whatever <laughs> yeah whatever it's like evil villain costume bald bald baddie yeah and i was like what like anything i couldn't the I, like i was like all right maybe i'll get like an austin powers thing but it was Ooh. like all of the all of the alternatives still nothing was going to get there fast enough and the demand i know yeah. who knew were you, were you going to do the scar 
you know, he has like a big scar. I, shit. I, think that I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have done the scar. I'll be honest. Okay. But. Just, just check. So instead I just like bitched out and wore a, I had that purple wig from the bachelorette party. And that was it. cute. I mean, it was cute, but also I'm like, oh, fuck it. Like who cares? I mean, it's not what you wanted to do. Yeah. It's not what I wanted to do. And yeah. I was like, and it's not, I like knew I wasn't like committed to it. And ever oh, no. after that, I was just like, all right, whatever. Like, yeah, I lasted this whole day of the dead thing. And he asked us to come if he wanted to come honor our dead relatives. And I just like, I don't know. I don't know. Like where at your work? Yeah. I, I like, you know, the cultural appropriation with the day of the dead is like a really huge problem. Yes. And so I didn't know like what was appropriate. So I just, I just like avoided him the whole day. <laughs> I didn't, I, cause I didn't want to insult him by being like, no, thank you. But I also didn't want to do anything wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I tried to go find the Day of the Dead kids on day the Day of the Dead, but found out they did it the weekend before. So joke was joke was on me. I watched them the year before. Like they just do a cute dance and like make an altar. And I like like watching like the babies do choreography and dressed up as like old people skeletons. But that was also the big hoopla of the of the Halloween season was like weekend before weekend after or is it just this thing? And Too it was much. like I mean everyone did the weekend before I bailed out and just chilled which was a really good decision same the same. day the day after halloween went to work horrible horrible life and then i slept for a straight up 13 hours from friday night 9 p.m to like 11 30 the next morning and i was just like i cannot go out and have two sangrias till 2 a.m anymore and that's nothing sangrias, that's and that's all you had okay maybe i don't know it was kind of just refilling the cup i never really got to okay, the bottom there we go i mean yeah, i was like not I was like, Stevie, if you slept that, I was like, you are not that old. Maybe I did win the costume. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any. We had a costume contest at work and. Oh, I saw you were a cute doo whopper. Yeah, I felt bad, though. It was another one where it was just like, I just did. I probably I should just I don't know if I shouldn't have dressed up or if I should have tried harder, but I didn't try hard enough that I like when people were like, oh, what are you? I was like. I'm just some bitch from the fifties. Like I'm not like it's not like a thing. I just didn't want to be a party pooper and not dress up. Mm. But also I'm like not committed to this. That was like my work. We because I'm working on a Disney show, so we did Disney bounding. Did mm. I tell you guys about the Disney bounding? Oh, I know about it. You know about it. Yeah. Okay. Cause Disney bounding is where if for anyone who doesn't know, it's where you dress up. Okay, you can't wear costumes to the park. So what people do instead is they wear outfits that are similar to the costume. So if you're going to be like Snow White. It's like inspired by. Yes. So if you're going to be Snow White, you're going to wear like a denim corset and like a yellow skirt. Mm-hmm. So since we're working on the show and we're talking to Disney bounders all day long. All right. My whole work was like, let's Disney bound as a group. And I was like, Ugh, I just. I already am working night and day on the spaghetti costume. I am, I'm buying glue guns. I have like pins. Should have called me. What do you got? Eeyore, just have a tail oh, that comes I, on and off. Okay, so I did turn out my Disney bounding. Not sure if you saw my furry yeah. ensemble, but I went with as Marie from Aristocats. Which, I mean, as an aesthetic, is it's one just, of my favorites. I relate to her. I liked her. And also, Disney bounding simple. It's like, okay, I got to wear a white dress pink bow i did commit to furry ears which i did order like more like ariana grande pink cat ears like that are just silhouettes didn't come came like three weeks later still on its way never gonna be here um very 
much first day period on the white in wearing the whitest dress in oh. the universe scariest day of my life um but i did but i did but like yeah it's like you don't want to be the part like when everyone's like we're gonna disney man i was like well i'm just gonna wear my spaghetti costume i worked hard on this but then it was like damn i guess i am an 11th house son person like i'm not gonna like be that one person that's dressed as spaghetti in the group picture well it's just like the wrong especially like i don't know about work but also i'm like i don't want to be normal at the front desk especially if someone else is dressed up or whatever too where i'm like i don't want to be like be like oh this idiot (laughs) <laughs> like, you know what I mean? like oh look at this fool dressed up i'm here in my normal clothes like mm-hmm. that's the day i take a stand mm-hmm. on like i'm like forget like workplaces just like i get that regressed like junior high feeling when it's like we're all dressing as this and you go like oh like i'm mommy we must go to, to michael's now and i must gonna make something i'm gonna make something really quick help me help me mommy <laughs> Yeah, I didn't do anything. I did dress as Fat Bastard for the Chatterbox, and then I just booked a last-minute flight to Chicago. Yeah. How so. Yeah. How was the whirlwind Chicago family wedding? It was very fast. That's so fast. Yeah, it was real quick. I booked my flight on Thursday. I left on Friday morning, and I got back on Sunday morning. Damn. So it was just real quick. A true jet setter. It was fun, but it was, like, quick. And then... I don't know. There was like some naysaying, which I wasn't really interested in where I like, I was like, let's go to the bean. And people were like, <laughs> they, none of them had ever been to Chicago. Not none of them, but some of them had never been. And so I was trying to be like, all right, like, I'm like, you're going to do a shot of Malort. You have to like, come see the bean and like do all this stuff. That's like yeah, touristy fun stuff. Let's lean in to yeah. where we're at. And they're just like, no, I don't want to go to the bean and all this. So my mom like ended up going with me. Aww. And we and my cousin and we went to uh, Macy's because we both needed socks for the wedding. And uh, we were in the bathroom and there was a thing that was like the tree lighting at noon or whatever. It was like 1215. I'm like, let's go upstairs to the thing and see if they lit the tree already. We literally walked in while they were doing the countdown. Whoa. Yeah. So it was cool. And, and like just stuff like that kept happening. So it was fun. So it was like, oh, oh. wow. We we're like right place at the right time. It's fun when you're somewhere so fast in a way because you're like, it's like you can't even be mad of like, oh, I didn't get to see this or checking. It's like I'm yeah. here for like, I'm here and I'm here and whatever I see is what I'm going to see. And that's okay. Like that's that's just what's happening. Also, as soon as you said your mom, I was gonna go friend of the pod, (laughs) 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 guest guest of the pod. It's true. Also, like just just like funny. Like at one point, they're all we we went to Portillo's. Hell yeah! And I'm like. They're ordering all this shit, and I'm like, just get the fucking hot dog. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, just, I'm like, whatever. I'm like, trying not to tell people what to do. I have a problem with that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, my aunt orders a salad, and I'm like, oh, it God. has pasta in it, you know? Like, and people, like, they kept saying, oh, like, this food's hard to digest. I'm like, just stop trying to eat healthy. Just yeah. stop. Just yeah. get what you want. Mm-hmm. The hot dog has less calories than the salad. Just get the hot dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but just stuff like that was weird. Just embrace constipation and diarrhea at the same time, <laughs> and and you're good, fam. Oh, I'm gonna go back. Not gonna... in Chicago without thin ass toilet paper. Can't oh my god! Yeah. Only problem with the city, not a second ply in sight. <laughs> and that's why you'll always be the second, <laughs> the second world city. <laughs> 
I'm going to go back for Thanksgiving. I just found out. Oh, I had bring your I was, own TP. Speaking of Merck retrograde, I, when I was getting ready to go out and kick ass as a spaghetti person, ugh, and everyone thought I was a pastafarian, which was very, do you know the pastafarians? They printed the flying spaghetti monster. It's a horrible place of the internet. I'm not a pastafarian. I don't identify as one. And I don't believe in the flying spaghetti monster. So everyone can just fall back from all the, the hate mail. <laughs> uh, but my while I'm getting ready, my mom, also a friend of the pod, uh, all moms are friends of the pod. She was like, I'm getting you a flight. Like my mom's never flown me anywhere. Like this is the first time she's like, you know, as your holiday gift, we'll fly you guys back. And I was like, wow, that's so nice. Like, that never happens. Tight. She's like, cool. I'm going to schedule this. I was like, oh, no. And she's, like, calling me, like, a million times. And, like, I'm, like, getting ready. I was, like, texting her, like, chill, lady. Like, I'm, I'm like, about to leave. I'm about to bounce. And she's like, check your email. Smiley face. And I was like, oh, okay, yay. And I look, and it's, like, Spirit Airlines, like, two layovers, 6 a.m. And then the one flight was flying back on Thanksgiving at 2 p.m., like, on that Thursday. And I was like, yo, mommy, like, we're not doing Thanksgiving? Like, what's going on? And she's like, fuck, I ordered the wrong thing. Hang on, I got to call Spirit real quick. And I was like, I was just like, good luck to you on calling Spirit. Did get it canceled and fully refunded, which I think is – I feel like Spirit's one of those where it's like you click yes and they're just like, like sorry, you yeah. clicked yes. So. Sorry, you're taking this flight or whatever. Or, or but we're just taking that money back. We're just taking your hundred and eighty dollar yeah. one way, um, hundred and eighty dollar one way to hell. Man, I've never flown Spirit, but we flew Sun Country. Oh to yeah, Minnesota. And oh, thank you. I've never. Well, I mean, I've never flown Sun Country. It was the. I love the name. Highest. It was like the least amount of room. Is the first time that I've had to like. You had to pay for an overhead bag, so it wasn't even like you. You got zero. You got zero. You got your carry on. I mean, but not even a carry on. You like you had your purse, or personal item. You had a personal item, and then if you wanted to put the overhead bin, you had to pay for that. You had to pay for your suitcase, and it was just like so cramped. It wasn't bad, but I also was just like, "This is bullshit, man." That is bullshit. I, I mean, I hate Southwest so much because really? I've flown them every. I, that's like the airline I've flown. They're from Texas. Yeah. But I mean, like this last one, I've, I finally realized that now that you don't have to turn your phone off, it's fine. I don't have to hear them make jokes and do their stupid mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's all, everything's refundable. Yeah. And it's like, it's fine. It's, it, there's no charger. It sucks. It's a little bit crammed. Mm-hmm. The people that fly it generally, like kind of smell bad. I'm one of them. So, <laughs> I'm not like making fun of everyone. It's me too. But stinkers like, unite. It's just fine. Yeah. This know? was a short enough flight that I was it wasn't too bad. I did have to sit like at an angle mm-hmm. for the thing. But it was like three and a three and a half hours. I was reading. We were watching oh, Steve and I were long. like watching something, sharing a headphone Oof. for a l- I that which sounds like a rough flight. I mean, look. I was I was very zen about it also because I was like there's no there's no choice it's yeah, like you got to get right. there it's not I don't know like I, I applaud people for trying to be trying to be as like comfortable and as uh like prepared on a flight and stuff too but to me I'm also like yeah it's a fucking flight it's never there's never enough room it's not yeah. a you know what I mean where it's like it's not unless you're paying for first class or like one of those ones where you can like lay down all the way whenever Ooh. someone is like 
oh, this is uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, it's one of the, I do think it's a place where I shine because f- I am Ooh. very anxious traveler, but I just don't, I just don't lose it on people. I just mm-hmm. don't yell. I don't, yeah. I don't. Uh, push people. I don't get. You know what I mean? There, people at the airport are fucking awful. To yeah, yeah. And I'm just. It's like one of those places where I'm just like, yeah. Have thank you. Have a nice day, and that's all. Like you don't have to go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep. I agree with that because everybody is just barely holding it together. Yeah, and, and just sit there. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I like. I'm deadly afraid of turbulence, and am a scaredy cat all day, every day. Uh. Sun Country never done it. Spirit is pretty... Well, the thing that's awful about Spirit is you end up just paying basically the same amount with the charges. So you kind of just kind of like... Checking that Frontier had maybe the like thinnest seat I've ever just... It was like worse than a folding chair. Like it just... Which was just from a comfort level. It was just like, this does suck. And I mean, it is a flight. It's never that comfortable. But come on, guys. Like, let's have a little cushion for the, a cushion for the push-in. Uh, Alaska. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. Also, I don't know if I'm... I talked about this when I came back from my trip with Kate. But she she's like got an, some kind of card. Some Alaska thing. We got... We got upgraded to like the lounge to wait in. Oh, I love a lounge. Oh, oh my God. They had unlimited soup. Oh, hold on. They had <laughs> beer. You, they had free beer. Like, it was the spot. I would okay. get to the airport early just to hang out in this lounge. So, on my way to Chicago, I saw a friend on my flight, Sophia Alexandra. She's very funny. Hey, Sophia. And um, so I text, I Instagram DM'd her and I was like, are you at the airport? And she's like, oh my God, I didn't see you. And I was like, my flight's boarding. She's like, mine too. I'm like, where are you going? She's like, St. Louis. I'm like, me too. I'll see you in St. Louis. Cute. So we get off the plane. Have you guys been to St. Louis airport? No. No. Okay. We get off the plane and we're like, let's walk around. We both have like an hour layover. And she's like, I want to go to the service animal relief area because let's see, like, we'll pet the dogs and maybe we'll be able to, like, get a (laughs) breath of fresh air if it happens to be on some kind of terrace or something. Yeah. Great. So we're walking and we see this huge sign and it says um, St. Louis Airport Lounge available to all passengers. And we're like, oh, my God, like, we're going to go get in this swanky lounge, free soup, I'm sure. (laughs) Cheers. I'm sure there's going to be, like, at least a granola bar or something. Uh, we get there and just a hot tip for anyone who's ever in St. Louis. Yes, it is available to all passengers. It is $50. So we were very mad about the marketing. And then we went to the surface animal relief area and it was a closet. So (laughs) (laughs) overall, uh, dud, but we were were, like looking for something more along the lines. I think this. this like was like. Kate kind of like mailed like a booklet from her credit card and she was just tearing out booklet things like our whole trip. It was love you, Kate. Love your American Express lifestyle. And I think that was a hundred dollar per person upgrade that we got for cheaper. But if you're going to intend to drink and eat and like do all those things at the airport, I kind of, well, I kind of get it. Like I said to her, like if I was like, on a three-hour layover, or oh, like a yeah. three-hour layover on the way to a funeral, I would be fucking in that lounge. Fifty bucks worth of booze, fifty mm-hmm. bucks worth of food. Yeah. Like, yeah, I ate a lot of soup, and they had this pancake maker. I'm sure everyone oh, saw yeah, my I stories. Remember. I mean, it was magical. So I was eating pancakes and soup, 
Like I've never had pancakes and soup before. <laughs> <laughs> what a combo! It was. Great. I've only been in a lounge in Europe when they 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 have it like for free on some airlines or. Whatever, of course they do. I know they just Europe has it figured out. Oh, Medicare and airport. And airline. It's all. It's called healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> Medicare. Look, look into it. <laughs> uh, speaking of looking into it yeah. oh hell yeah Whoa, what, a, what a transition wow speaking um, of transitions transitions <laughs> transformation has occurred from our intro banter to our episode subject oh yeah we're talking about scorpios today Thanks. the sign of scorpio sting sting buzz buzz number eight it's your, <laughs> <laughs> it's your time to shine baby um, how's like Scorpio season been? I'm I'm loving it, and I think it's more not not because it's going well necessarily, mm-hmm. um, but I think the knowledge of this being the you know the final Mercury retrograde of the decade, the idea that it is unnecessary thing. I feel like there's a lot of things that have already popped up where I'm like oh okay like this is happening whether you want it to or not Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know i feel like i've yeah i don't know i'm i feel like i'm just leaning in yeah i'm into it i did get sick in the beginning um i think that and this is um like libra time for me but maybe upcoming or or i guess just recently passed for stevie like i think there is like some half birthday magic that happens hell yeah um and i and so upcoming for some tauruses um i also think that like as it being my polarity i have found that certain things that i have had a hard time with in the last few i guess it hasn't been that long since scorpio season started but like in the last week or so the things that have been really hard on me and I've had a hard time with have ended up really bouncing out on the other side or like I've had that kind of polar um, balance where it's been like, oh, this like came around in a way where I'm like, I feel justified. I feel heard. I feel seen. And like, Mm -hmm. it feels like even though it was a hard thing, it feels nice to know that like other people saw like, oh, you're going through a hard thing or um, I got a nice tip after I, the credit card machine didn't work or you know what i mean yeah. like stuff like that where it feels like it's more balanced yeah i think no there's like some like punishing vibe that i'm like into in a weird way like where it's like i've been like fucking busy and fucking like emotionally drained and like every night has just been like doing something that's either like creatively productive or like socially productive or like relationshiply productive but just like my Scorpio brother and I like being productive. It's a sad ass fact about me. <laughs> like I do like I like seeing ch- like two to do lists like scratched off. I like managing my time well and like I like feeling in control and like I think there but I think the like the flowiness of Virgo e Libra times was very like I'm just like accepting and I'm like oh wait no I hate ex- I'm like I hate accepting again. I actually like saying like I don't accept this and I want it to go this way now or I want it to like steer this way. And I've been feeling that that shift of just like that, like uh, that, like Winona writer with a cigarette in her mouth energy of just like, fuck, fuck it. Like we're here doing it again. OK, um, but I like I mean, I'm into Scorpios. What can I say? I like my polarity. I'm surrounded by them. 
there must be a, there's probably there's a reason for it there's some lessons i need to learn from scorpio behavior um yeah that's been good yeah i'm really i'm i feel like i've been on a a pod long journey to kind of be more embracing of scorpio energy and all of that ever since i found out all of it that's in my chart so mm-hmm. i feel like that's been one where i've really been uh called to learn about or tap into in in whatever ways and i to varying degrees of success obviously but um i was really excited i was really excited about doing it today and reading about it and and Mm -hmm. um just thinking about the with the new moon that happened and just kind of all of that energy and it feels like a very um like synergistic time to be talking about all of this stuff yeah because again because of this mercury retrograde that's happening but also like for me this is the ramp up i'm gonna be having a mars return soon so i feel like energetic like physical energy even though i'm also a little under the weather that that feels like i'm getting some steam and it's also leading up to like feels like the the last lap before my birthday too Mm -hmm. so another kind of like all right like let's get some things checked off let's get some things taken care of let's do some some planning things and looking ahead and preparing and um so it it just feels like a fertile time to be doing a lot of the kind of necessary scheming the scorpios Scorpios love to scheme I also really enjoyed researching about it and like found things that I had thought were traits of other signs and stuff. Yeah. And well, so I really liked that part. Well, the Scorpios, I think along with the Gemini's in like when you look at the vast landscape of the internet is the most like shitted upon slash stereotype like i have so many scorpio gal pals and some that you know like all the scorpio memes are like you're a goth bitch who like doesn't like the sun and it's like i have a lot of scorpio girlfriends are like i don't relate to that and it's like yeah like i have a lot of scorpios probably don't relate to that um but you are the most inquisitive person i know and you ask questions you probably shouldn't have asked in that moment and you are all these other traits of scorpio things that are like uh, that only you, a Scorpio, can get away with in many situations. So, but you don't see like those are harder to describe in internet formats and settings and things well, like sure. in conversations where it's easier just to be like they're dark. I think too, like the, um, like the goth dark, the under deep, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Like, um, those are the people who who do like provide the most bubble and light because they see all of the mm-hmm. dark, you know. Yeah, and and. Yes, of course, some of the people lean into it more and and we can all do that sometimes in our own ways and get in our in our own darkness in a way. But I think that the people who it's the same as like stand up. It's like the sad clown is such a (laughs) it's such a like cliche, but there are people who feel that deeply there needs to be more laughter in the world. So Mm -hmm. that's what they're trying to do. You know, well, I think that it's I was really struck in this research period of the tarot card association, which we'll go through the stats in a moment. Um, but the tarot card for Scorpio is death. And if you are familiar with the tarot, you know that that's not the end of the death, the deck. I mean the major arcana. So it's not, it's not death as in it's over. It's death is like the next kind of portal. And I think that, um, 
Scorpio is a really like intimidating sign as I think a lot of fixed signs are because it's that like next step past the initiative energy where it's like, yeah, to get through, you have to go through the, the mucky muddiness in order to get to the other stuff or whatever. So it's like, if you're afraid to go through the darkness, Mm -hmm. then yeah, you are going to be intimidated by people who have, gone through that or who Mm. aren't afraid to look at it or who aren't who are aware who aren't like pretending like there isn't a shadow side to things Mm -hmm. and if that makes you uncomfortable of course i mean shadow as in you know not i was listening to another thing and i'm like oh i know that that's like a we have to be careful with those words of dark and light and Uh, that making those associations and i don't mean that I just can't think of another word to use right now. Um, apologies. Uh, but that idea of like Scorpios don't act like everything is fine all the time because yeah. it's not. And that for people who act like that or her, people who want to believe that everything is fine, then yeah, of course they're just like a like dark scorpio. their convention. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like, Oh, of course they're just goth dark bitches who never want to go outside and whatever. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not true t- either, but neither is being, excited and happy all the time either that's not that's not real Mm -hmm. either and so i think that idea of like allowing for death whatever that means means that's you can't have life without the other one and to live life to the fullest is to be aware that death is a thing Mm -hmm. pretending like death doesn't happen does not mean you are are cherishing life and celebrating life and acknowledging it doesn't mean that that that's there either. And I think that that's the thing that Scorpio does really well um, as like an energy is the thing of like, it is not, it does not, uh, it knows that there's other things. It knows that there's more, there's darkness, there's depth, Mm -hmm. there's intensity. Well, I was listening to, um, I think any Scorpio vibe people would love this podcast. Um, it's new and I haven't heard all of it yet. I'm sure you've heard some of it. Um, sh- uh, Scattered, Chris mm-hmm. Garcia's podcast. And I think it's it's a really good uh, like podcast for all of these themes of it's about death. It's about family lineage. It's about it's very emotional. It's about digging deep, tracking down, like finding mystery, mystery solving. solving. Yes. So um, but one of the things that, uh, I don't, I guess I don't know if I want to spoil the episode, but there's a part where he's talking to his therapist and the, the therapist says humans hate not knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just human nature. And mm-hmm. I, I had never heard that out of like a doctor's mouth before, you know, <laughs> but I think that's very Scorpio is like, they're, they're able to be like, it's okay that we don't know. It's okay to, for there to be s- some next part that we aren't sure of. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And also like. Even in that, though, that it's like not knowing means looking to say like you have to look to to know that you don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like people that are like, oh, no, there's nothing else to look for. I think Scorpio also is like, yeah, but what about behind that thing? Like there Mm -hmm. might be something there. Mm -hmm. Like, let's let's take a look. Why not? What what's the worst that can happen? We don't there's nothing there and you don't know or 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 it opens up another hole and then you're always looking for something. And Mm -hmm. I think, too, like of these of the water signs, it's Scorpio 
compared to Cancer and Pisces, I feel like those tropes of like crybaby culture is like very Cancer Piscean. Um, and just from my social interactions with so many Scorpios and what I love about Scorpios, especially as a Taurus who wants also just wants to like be blunt and be like, what's going on? What is this? It's like, oh, you seem mad right now, Scorpio. And they go, I am mad right now. Like, I don't even know why, but I just am. Where I think sometimes the other water signs of Cancer and Pisces can be like, I am sad. And it's such a shame. I don't know why. Like, it's like, it's just like, it's almost like a burden of not wanting And Scorpio's like, I don't know why. That's just, that's where I'm at. And like, that's how emotions sometimes work. And I'm not going to, like, I could, I think they know when to look more into things and know when to also just be like, I'm just in it. So what else do you want? What else do you even want? For well, I feel me? like that's the challenge. Yeah. I think they're very good on the receiving end of that as well. Where like. Yeah if I go to like a Scorpio friend where I'm like, I'm really upset about this or like I can't mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed or um, they have the a way of, of saying it right where it mm-hmm. makes me want to take a deep breath instead of like overthink it more and yeah. overthink, you know how you can do. And so I don't know, I guess that is a part of, having embodied that themselves and knowing what it feels like yeah so i because I, I don't think that they don't feel as deeply as the other water signs oh no, not no, what no. you're saying yeah. at all but like i don't know i think that it, it is like a very comforting presence i think there's just like that death acceptance in a way where it's like and this is where i am now and also i think sometimes and this is just people in general it's hard to ask someone like about their emotions but a scorpio is like more than happy most of the time to like talk about like let's yeah this is oh i'm you noticed that i'm feeling this way cool uh now i have the platform to now tell you all about my boss that sucks and all these things that happened and um i i love the like refreshing unafraid of like you're not gonna get it it's like no i'm gonna try to like explain this to you and you probably maybe you will maybe you won't but it doesn't really matter because it's it's just even best for me to just say this here right now and i think if you are Scorpio that's like I don't ever fucking do that then um you might blow up sometimes because I think the Scorpios I know who have I mean again aging and you know growing up with your friends and building rapport and relationships is like where those conversations can fly more freely it's not surprising in early re- stages of relationships with Scorpios and it's like what's up what's up it's like I mean you're still being waited wait listed to be let in the club and then it's like then the blow up happens and it's like but once you're in the club with the Scorpios you're in to all like the emotional underground and it's so fun well i think it's interesting thinking of this also as a progression too. scorpio comes after libra when we've learned about you know partnership Mm -hmm. and relationship and the beginning of that obviously is you know i'm thinking about a romantic relationship and not always this is not the case i don't necessarily think but a lot of times you know the beginning is the fun light easy part and you're getting to know people and all of that and then once your emotions are invested it's it's harder and then it's like the you know when I first started dating I tried working on this bit where I was like to me the thing about being in a relationship is like someone else is now in control of your emotions in a Mm, way mm -hmm. and it's like when I when I'm driving my car I don't mind if I bump the road or whatever like if i scratch my tires it's fine i don't take great care of my car but when i'm sitting in the passenger seat suddenly my car it's like oh 
don't scratch. I don't, I don't want you to drive my, my car like it's <laughs> right. your car or like, you know what I mean? It's that thing of like, if you borrow someone else's clothes, you have to be more careful with them because uh-huh. they're not yours. And it's, I think that's a Scorpio, you know, legacy and other people's things. And that is that idea of like, yeah, we have to be the stewards of other people's feelings and we have to think about things deeply and feel things deeply and we want for other people and we want to like things have motivations have consequences or like things Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like when you're saying something you're not just saying that it's getting in a fight being sad doesn't mean just being sad like what's the deeper meaning why am I sad what's Mm -hmm. really going on here is there a larger thing at play as opposed to and sorry if this is judgmental, but of, of a more performative sadness. Yeah. I think that we maybe see in these other signs sometimes that's like, I'm just sensitive. Like it's mm-hmm. like cancer is like my feelings mm-hmm. and Scorpio I think is like our feeling. Like yeah. what are the ramifications? It's still a, a, there's still a level of selfishness. I think I'm speaking from myself at least, but it, it is also like, but like our feelings have, consequences for multiple people out of thing you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. well and i think it's ever changing with scorpios in a lot of ways because they don't want to be predictable or boring and they want to keep people on their toes they are it's so it's they're such an enigma of how they're both like reliable but fleeting like all it like it's like all at the same time which i guess is that kind of in between feeling of the like this just heavy shit that's like death and all of these things uh mm-hmm. And even just like, the, yeah, the beginning stages should be fun. But I think for a Scorpio, it, it's a lot of tests. Like I've dated friends with a lot of Scorpios, fucked a lot of Scorpios. And like the beginning's always just this like, t- like delicious tango. That's just like, what is, what's up with you? What's Are you up interested with, in seeing what's really going yeah, on? Yeah, what's up with you? And then it's like when you're in, then you're like, oh, and now I see like your devotion. And like all of these, like you're my, now you're my puppy dog. <laughs> I found on astrology-online.com a lot of really interesting um, and I would not say facts because I think this is just someone kind of writing. Uh-huh. Um, some of the, I don't know if you're Scorpio if you want to go on here because there's a lot of like really negative stuff on here. But one of the things that this writer proclaims is that this is a sign that is uh, has the best chance of becoming a genius. <laughs> um, they say that uh, they call them twice born. Uh-huh. And so thusly, they if they may use this genius, it, they may sink into like spirals of like addiction, depravity, mm. stuff like that if they follow a path of darkness instead of... Um, you know, festering that, that wow. intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that this author claims is that they're extremely rebe- rebellious against convention yeah. to the point of hatred of the establishment. And um, I always think of like re- rebellious against convention as an Aquarius thing and as um, a, a, an act of service. Yeah. Like as a, it's maybe because I have Aquarius Mars that I always think it's like for the underdog and like we're mm-hmm. fighting for human rights and like we're, re- we're rebels like cause we're doing something that's like good for the people. Um, this, the, the hatred of the establishment, that's a new thing. I, I definitely have that. I definitely, I have three planets in the eighth house and I definitely feel this way. Um, sometimes. And I, I had never really placed it with, 
with that sign. Uh, mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Just this kind of like, um, like I just, I don't like authority. I don't like the establishment. I hate the man. I'm like, and of course, like I have the softer sides of me. It's not, no one is all yeah hatred, mm-hmm. but yeah, like sometimes I do really feel that way. And I thought, I think that's an interesting frame for it. Well, I think that's a, th- a thing too. Speaking of like meme culture and the kind of demonization of Scorpios that happen on the internet, I think that that's something that's very easy to write off as like, oh, you just hate, you hate convention. Anything that's popular, anything mm. that people like, you hate. And it's like, that's a really reductive way of looking at it as opposed to, again, a more inquisitive way where it's like oh no like maybe they are just frustrated that people don't look deeper into why they do certain things or like why do you really is this something that you actually believe or is this something that you actually like or or is this something that's been sold to you by capitalism or whatever is are you going do you really trust do you really think this person has authority because i think that scorpio also has like a very good bullshit detector for a lot of that kind of thing too where it's like it's very easy to suss out who is an authority and who isn't Mm -hmm. and there's a i think scorpio has their own um kind of like moral compass in that way that sometimes is sometimes can be you know reductive to just like any sign where it's like yeah sometimes i'm sure there is a level of just hating things because they are conventional because they want to because that's a thing but that happens in in its own way and in all of the signs, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think that that's, those are the types of things too that are like, oh yeah, if you're just looking at, if you're looking at it on the surface level, then yeah, of course it's that, but. I think like too, with like the hating of the man where I think maybe like a fire sign would just instantly react to like whatever they're actively hating. Like so many Scorpios I know in Scorpio place many people where it's like, oh man, like you hate the man in your job. It's like, yeah, it's like quit. It's like, well, I'm manipulating them for their money and I'm manipulating them for their this. And it's like, oh yeah, you're a water sign at the end of the day. Yeah. It's also like that comfort and chaos, which other, I don't think the other signs have it. Like the Scorpio would rather be the person who takes it down from the inside, like the inside job person rather than the like, no, no, no. I'm just going to like walk out and like flip all these people off and like what it's not going to do it, it I also think if it gets to a point they will for yeah sure. it's like the it, punk rock like mm-hmm. you know but there's something different to me but with a backup plan again this this idea about other people and um the like connection of that because a fire sign thing is like fuck this person i'm doing it i'm changing whatever but mm-hmm. that's all that's still about you right as opposed to like getting in and revealing someone for the sham that they are. Oh, that's about them. Yeah. And it's about you because it's like, I knew, I knew that this person was a thing and now I'm showing everybody else because it makes it harder to write off as just like, um, Oh, this is so-and-so's opinion or this is them being, you know, Oh, they just don't like authority or whatever. There's like a, I don't know. Um, let's do some, some stats. Yeah. Uh, if you aren't, aware uh scorpio is and again it depends on each year um you'll have to look specifically especially if you're trying to figure out if this is your sun sign or not but the general date range is october 23rd through november 21st um depending on where you look and depending on the year that will give and take a little on either side uh the symbol as we kind of discussed is the scorpion uh scorpios are a fixed sign they are a water sign their ruling planet is Pluto, 
sub ruler. I mean, not sub ruler because that's another thing. Um, also Mars co ruler. Yeah. Previous previous traditional ruler. ruler. Yeah, Mars. Um, their old fling. They. <laughs> Uh, Scorpio is uh, detriment in Venus and fall in the moon. Something else I didn't know that my, one of my books said is that it's exalted in Uranus, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which that w- makes sense, especially on the heels of this re- rebellion discussion and convention and all of that. And um, but I thought that was interesting. And I also think it's interesting that it's, I, I understand how, exaltations and detriments and those things work. But I do think it's interesting that in Venus and the moon, it's those are considered can be challenging placements because it is a water sign and it does seem, I mean, I get, I get it, but that just struck me today in a different way than it has before where I'm like, well, is it though? Or is that some like, some of a scorn. Say, I don't want to say patriarchal necessarily, although I'm sure it is that, but it is like, wait a minute, like, are those even, are those detrimental or are they? I think, I think again, know. they're just different. Like, and we'll go more into placements later. It's like, yeah, Scorpio moon and Venus are like, if you want an easy Venus and an easy moon, they're not like, and not that they're hard people but they're like they're complicated Mm -hmm. they're not gonna it's not just like here's your frank franks and beans ma'am it's like no i want like you know asparagus like it's gonna just it's gonna go after what it wants and for some people that's intimidating Mm -hmm. so i think they're more like intimidating placements than like i mean we and we talked about that when we talked about like the you know what is like the term for it like fall and what domicile the dom yeah all those things it's like it are these like legit or are these just like scaredy ass perceptions of like these placements in these moments one of the things that i think is really interesting i um in my old book from the 70s love that old book um it says that scorpio is preoccupied with illness though not often like being ill Ah. um so they often go into the medical profession and I just thought that was interesting as fixed water because on Earth, fixed water, stagnant water is normally unhealthy. Disease. It's ah. something we can't drink. It's usually has to be treated or it grows mold. Um, so I think that's like an interesting uh, crossover. I I don't really know. Um, I, I, I don't think that Scorpios are unhealthy people, but I don't. I don't know any of my personal Scorpio friends that are preoccupied with illness or hypochondriac or that, at that level. Yeah. Um, but it's possible that they don't mention it. I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're, I, they're Googling to themselves like yeah. alone. I fucking love that fixed water image because it is, if we're well, speaking, it's death, it's, it's death. Yeah. And it's also the idea of, of gunk, but also like transformation that mm-hmm. something it needs to be cleaned out. If it's left to sit, well, mm, also that yeah. is the natural transformation yeah. of water that isn't moved. It, that doesn't yeah. just because it makes us ill. That doesn't mean that that's not the way that water's supposed to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. But it is like, oh, these are how things grow and and whatever, and it's not still. Yeah, still waters run deep. Yeah, as uh, well, and we'll get to it in the the, the crooners one saying it's in the labor too. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, mentioned it already. Tarot card is death. The ruling body part is the genitals. 
sick shit. The Jennies. Your Jennies from the block. <laughs> Jenny, don't be fooled by the rocks I got off. Um, okay. Uh, eighth house. It's, you know, sex. Obviously, I mean, Inherent, not Inheritance. Death. Taboo. Um, oh, my God. This is so funny. Possible health concerns from astrology-online.com. This is just literally one of the only things that struck out to me when you said genitals. Um, it's it's talking about their um, prone to ailments in, in genital areas and such. And one of them says, it, one of them it mentions is priapism, which I think is the fucking funny. You know what it is. I know. It's when your dick won't not be hard. <laughs> right is i think all the that's Scorp- what it is i better google it now that i made that, that i made that up all the scorpios really are emailing funny. like so how do i get I that no it's <laughs> no they're prone to it yeah yeah persistent okay. and painful erection oh well, um, all of these which is interesting because i think in our society we don't consider that like an illness people are like yeah virility no, don't is think like, about that but it is that's terrible i you remember know, on oprah like, there was like an episode of a woman it was like people that could like orgasm at like nothing or oh, whatever yeah, and they're just yeah. like I, i'm sitting at dinner with my family fucking coming like yeah. that's not yeah everybody's <laughs> laughing at it but also it's like yeah that's fucking horrifying yeah, yeah. you're like at a funeral or something just like fucking try not to come yeah like so but it i love again i love this like fixed water thing because it is like yeah if you want to keep going deep and deeper and deeper and deeper and and like stagnant with something you can but that is that healthy necessarily you need the the movement Mm. and that transformation even even the idea of like these three scorpion is it scorpion snake scorpion eagle phoenix scorpion snake Snake. eagle yeah yeah but it's that like where it's like you have to shed at some point you're gonna wait for a long time and there's there's patience is a virtue and there's value in that too but at a certain point you do have to not gonna move it along yeah okay let's talk about this labor yes Um, i did make a note that it is to me the most like on the nose but i love it it's again i was like this is so fucking clear Mm -hmm. um so the labor is for this one and we saw it in the movie yes um the labor is that the the great presiding one the great teacher tells him that he has to go kill a hydra uh that's been uh torturing this village uh they had had like a drought and they asked neptune to come save them and neptune like cracked open this thing and these beautiful crystal waters came out but then a hydra came and made its home there because this new water that was there and so hercules goes off to this village and he has to like sit for a while and like find this thing because it's like real deep in these like caves in this like mucky he like gets to this swamp and i forget what the name of it is um but like smells it immediately it's like a gross fucking swamp the stench stagnant water yeah stagnant, stagnant waters water. all this stuff and he, he was like done. this the stench almost like did him in there but he like <laughs> powered through he had to like go deep and searching and it's like dark water he can't see anything so he had to be like real careful and patient but finally he finds the the hydra's lair um and he kind of like posts up he's like oh, i'm just gonna wait until it comes out and then i'll get it oh Sorry, before this, the teacher says, I only have one. Just so you know, you're going to kill this Hydra. But just so you know, it's like super hard to beat. You can't beat it like normal. If you cut its head off, 
two heads grow back. So it's not like anything. The only kind of advice I can give you is this. He says, we rise by kneeling. We conquer by surrendering. We gain by giving up. It's like, that's all I can tell you. Now go kill that thing. Quite the riddle. Yeah. So he's like waiting for this Hydra. It's not coming out. He's been there for a while. It's just not happening. And he's like, all right, I'm going to have to do something to, to draw it out. So he like throws fire shoots fire arrows mm-hmm. into the lair and that brings it out. Um, and he starts fighting it and he's doing his thing and he cuts off the head and two grow back and he's like, Oh fuck, I forgot. Like I can't kill it this way. So he's like trying to figure it out. And then he remembers that phrasing that the, the teacher told him and he drops to his knee and just picks the Hydra up. And like lifts it up into the out of the bog and into the air, into the light. And the other he- the heads just start shriveling up because it can't survive outside of this mu- mucky swamp. Yeah. Um, I also forgot that the teacher told him he has nine heads. One of them is immortal. Can kill all the other ones, but not by chopping them off. But he's just like heads up one of them won't die but he holds it up in the air and eight of the heads shrivel up and die and then he's able to see the one immortal head cuts that off buries it under a rock it's still like hissing and whatever but it's lost all of its yeah its power um it ain't doing nothing yeah but then he goes back and he's like buries it under the rock goes back and he's like done and the teacher's like yep you're done you fucking did it whoa um so Obviously, that's why I was so stoked on this stagnant water. Uh, Big bog energy. Yeah. But also, it's just like so literal of like things that are once you shine a light on something, it can't it loses its power. Any of those like secret, dark, scary things. If we have the, you know, like humility and the patience to kind of, and even that idea of like, oh, I'm waiting for it to come out and then I'll get it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not going to come out. You're going to have to have some, have some fire to like draw it out. You have to be brave enough, courageous enough to kind of go looking for it and, and invite it to, to fight with you. Mm-hmm. But then you also have to be able to like well, expose it. Yeah. That's like a old Mr. Rogers quote about i don't know the exact quote but it's about if you can mention it you can manage it yeah and if it's mentionable it's manageable yeah yeah and it's like yeah i don't know they like we used to call like underwear unmentionables you know Mm -hmm. and it's like that's like how how unmanageable sex was in Uh the 50s or whatever and now we're allowed to like talk about sexual assault and rape and like that has been able to heal people mm-hmm. and I'm sure, you know, traumatize others. But sure. But I, was- I think it's also the thing, the thing where I was like, Oh, this is so on the nose in the most beautiful way too, is that it's like, but there also, there still is this like immortal head that you have to contend with too, where it's like, um, which is why I also was like, Oh, the death card is so, so um, perfect because it's like, you'd never forget where you've come from you don't you don't get a blank slate afterwards you still have had to have come through this thing there's always that Mm -hmm. at the very least when we have things that happen to us we have a memory of it it stays with us in some capacity but if we're able to 
talk about it. It doesn't have, it's not a nine headed thing that is always attacking us and coming at us even stronger when we try to, if we deal with it from like the source Mm -hmm. of the problem, you know, it's the thing, especially that thinking about, you know, trying to put a bandaid on pro like those things too, where it's like, yeah, if you cut that head, if you just cut the head off, Mm -hmm. it's just grows back worse because now you haven't dealt with that other thing too. And now that's a problem. And this is a problem because you didn't, you know, take the necessary time. So it's all of that like fixed energy of like the patience of, Mm-hmm. going in that corner that you thought you could just shove stuff in and well i think too uh scorpios are like really good at putting tents together and like the ikea instructional things because i think it's hearing that was like just reminding me of so many times like of scorpio people who've been like yeah i know you did like didn't read any of that and aries moon popped out but like it's doable if you just do what's told of you right here. Mm-hmm. Like I told you how to do it um, and do it that way. And if then if it doesn't work, then we can reassess. But yeah. I'm pretty sure the instructions of like how to succeed are like were given to us. So mm-hmm. like let's like follow the homework and do the curriculum and just do it right. Thank you. Yes. Um, which I appreciate. There has to be people who just like hear what's being said. Go. Got it. Neil, don't do that. Do that. And I'll win. Oh, I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, so at my boy, I don't know why I assume it's a man, but <laughs> sorry, that maybe say something about me. Uh, sold out.org, obviously oh, my yeah. go-to source for these labors. Um, they said that the nine heads each represent something as well. If we're looking at the like, whatever. But so the first three heads are like, sex comfort and money Mm. the next three heads are fear hatred and the desire for power and the last three are pride an attitude of separation and cruelty and these are the nine kind of like forces that humans struggle with uh, to overcome in order to not like destroy ourselves or like these mm-hmm. are the destructive forces that we have to acknowledge and be aware of and manage if we're if we are not to be awful yeah and again all the death card these transformation things where it's like it's not the it doesn't mean that we aren't cruel it's the facing of our own cruelty that helps us not be cruel to people and recognize that thing in other people and notice when someone else is maybe reacting from a place of pain and mm-hmm. something where you can then be like, Hey, maybe you should take a look at this because you are perpetuating a thing that I don't think you want to do. Um, but that idea of like these being, these are all things that need to be, that can't survive kind of once they've been exposed to the light. Cute. Uh, Again, another one of our boys who in my mind is as I fem them in my mind, but whatever. But the what's your dash your dash sign dot com uh, good animals symbolism and whatnot, because we're back to an animal, um, which mm-hmm. I feel like it's just like venom in it. So it's like, hey, what's up, creature? Uh, the scorpion, which I loved your new new moon post, Julia. Thank I you. like yeah, a lot awesome. of people like that kicked rocks thing really like 
the crowd went wild lots of tears were flowing but i really loved that it was really hard and i had to it felt it was a very scorpio uh writing of it because i didn't want to do it i don't know why i just was like <laughs> having trouble and i was like you have to just like bang this out it took me like several days to like i would like start it and then be like Ugh. and i was like no you just have to like it was beaut a beautiful um but thinking of the scorpion again too and like a lot of people commented on if you look at on our instagram still the new moon post from the scorpio new moon of like different scorpion stuff and some you know somebody like and they glow like how magical is that shit and it's like oh yeah like i think we forget like scorpios do have those like psychic-y otherworldly occulty energy like just built in like when we've looked at charts and talked to people where it's like, oh, like, I feel like I'm just kind of like this. It's like, yeah, you have like all this eighth house stuff. Like, of course, like, of course, mm-hmm. you're tapped. You're tapped in. You see dead people. You're mm-hmm. tapped into the other side and you're welcome to like the woo woo. glow in the dark. Literally. Like a Scorpio's like woo woo. Hmm. Let me read about it. Like, it's very like they're not going to dismiss because they want to get the full scope of everything. And when you get the full scope of everything, you know, the things you like and don't like and all of that. But I like the Scorpion. Um there's so much interesting symbology of it's like isolation, which I like forget about with Scorpios. Cause I feel like a lot of Scorpios I know are very social. Um, but is that a way of like control and like protection? I mean, you know, not that it means you can't have friends <laughs> and then that it's just for st- strictly for gains, but just talking about how like they raise their babies on their back until they like then release them to go away forever. But they like hold them until they're ready, which I thought was like very cute and just very like, oh, like a Scorpio like is there when you need them, but also like is like, please leave me alone. Um, and then they do this like crazy dance to like get laid and like do all these things. And it's all about just like the group interactions or the social interactions are very tender and impassioned and romantic. Um, but then it's all to then go back to themselves at the end of the day, which I thought was very, very cute. And what's your sign? The other what's your sign uh, wrote these symbolic messages from the Scorpion. These are questions. And I thought the Scorpios people and everyone would like these. Of What needs protecting in my life? Am I being overprotective? Am I being defensive? And why? Am I afraid of being vulnerable? How do I feel about control in my life? Too much or too little? And I was like, ooh, all my Scorpio friends would hate those questions <laughs> if I asked them to the to their face, um, but I thought those were just good reflections of like, why like why are we doing what we're doing? Do we like what we're doing? How do we feel about like our alone time versus social time versus like society things and the man and all the like? Uh, and I love a like oh man getting wine drunk with a Scorpio and just like going through all that stuff like. All, absolute fave um and the glyph too we kind of talked about in the virgo like the proper glyph we talked about in the virgo episode what's crazy is this m symbol like no one really knows still like where it what came it like what it is where it came from where why it came to represent like essentially organs or m- man woman what have you um but the then the little sp- you know sp- Little thing tail. tail coming off is supposed to be the scorpion stinger but also i can't remember who wrote this but someone wrote something about like it also being like higher ideals like of like an aim like sometimes the scorpio arrow points like just sideways but a lot sometimes it'll be like up and the up being like to onward and up like to mm-hmm. more just to, to more and i was like oh like i like like I do like to see the symbol for what it is maybe it's because it, there is this theory of this virgo break off of like internal versus external um, but I like that too of like, I feel like Scorpios are always like 
maybe that's because they're about to lean into Sagittarius energy too. Is that like taking aim and like thinking and scheming and doing all of those kinds of other things too. That symbol along with the Virgo symbol. I just found this out cause I literally just clicked on it is a unit of measure measurement and it measures your dick one 480th of a fluid ounce oh. but it's marked by that same symbol oh. and mm. it's called a minim and it's also marked by the virgo symbol for some reason a minimum huh. and it's um i don't know i think it's like a scientific me- measurement it's it's a very small amount of fluid Damn. Oh, that's all Scorpio needs, Hell baby. Yeah. Give me that. Give me, give me that small well, amount of fluid. It's, it's thinking about it. I think for both of those things, it's like the. Sorry to keep going back to it, but like, sex can be a base level experience of just like, oh, are we are we being stagnant water with this? Are we just like being depraved, or are we reaching? are we in merging two people reaching a higher state of being because we're both here and they, I think that they both exist on the same thing. Some people, some, you know, like Victorian era people would be like, sex is disgusting and wrong and we should not like, we don't even acknowledge, mm-hmm. don't even acknowledge that you have desires. And then other people are like, fuck, we'll do whatever. Like I he- do what I want. hedonism is like, just a what if you want it fucking do it and Mm -hmm. that's oversimplification but it but then in between there there's somewhere where it's like oh no like this is a this can be a really meaningful connective thing that involves you know maybe some baser level things but also involves two souls merge it's it's a way that we can merge that's like the deepest most intimate you can be with the person Mm -hmm. uh in a lot of ways so it's like which I I think also this is very heteronormative, but um, sex can be a transformation of family. Mm -hmm. It can change your family status like Mm -hmm. uh, it can be a transformation of body for females Um, like it literally changes your body when you get pregnant and stuff. So I think that if we're if we're talking about and obviously like this is a very heteronormative way of viewing sex because that's not all that sex is or can be but i think that when you know i think for young women who are first having sex with men like you're never scared of fucking having an sti Mm -hmm. you're like i don't want to get pregnant that's Mm -hmm. like because that is like the deepest level of of that relationship for a young woman where it's like, I would have to have this person in my life for the mm-hmm. rest of my life or in, in some capacity. Well, again, think so I think, I think that is like a very, uh, interesting part of sex being in this eighth house. It's that like legacy and inheritance and mm-hmm. all of that too. I mean, you see it in like sex ed when it's like, if you're having sex, this person has sex with this person and you're really having sex with seven people the because people, it's yeah. all of the yeah. people that they've had sex with, all of the people that you've had sex with. And that well, it's and- also like the kid, the hypothetical child in this situation <laughs> gets all the gene half the genes yeah. from the other person yeah. and you yeah. don't so even know what that person is all about or what their family and, life is like or what their mental health is like or a number of other things and even if you don't have a relationship with that person 
you are going to have a relationship with that person through your child because oh, they God. have their traits and this, and you're going to see things in them and all of that where it's and, just this. And even in a non-heteronormative yeah. way, like you are still allowing a person inside of your body in some way or another, whether it's your mouth or your genitals or any other part of your body. It's like, it's still, it is still like an invasive process or uh, an invading an, process. An, an intimate yeah. and a, and a potentially it's, it's that, I think that's that idea of that arrow like pointing up. It is where it's like, yeah, you, we can have I'm a conversation. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Get hard, baby. We can have a conversation and share ideas and we can connect on that unspoken level or mm -hmm. something like that too. But the only way that we, I'm not saying that like sex is the only way that you can truly connect with someone, but it's the only way where the dangers and the the payoff are the same. But also, Do you know what I mean? Or where it's like you can't, mm -hmm. you by talking, we're never going to get pregnant. We're never going to... I'm going to remember this. You can have a conversation that you remember, but they are not like within you. They have not physically changed you. I can't mm -hmm. get a disease from talking to you. Mm -hmm. I can't... Oh. That that exchange isn't the same. Oh, I'm going to get you pregnant with my words, Jillian. Hell yeah, dude. I'll also... Fucking, fucking knock up my mind, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, uh, if you... For the white dress period, I was not pregnant from Ariana... Lenarski's uh, tarot oh, reading. Good. So just uh, yeah, thank goodness. everyone who was waiting with bated breath, not pregnant. But on the flip of sex and magic, masturbating, I think if we're going to just like separate from personhood, just genitals, I mean, that is like some of the most freeing acts, I think, especially for like women who are usually been like for guys, it's like they got to get it out. And it's like, well, women got to get it out, too. And there's something that's so freeing of like sex magic where like orgasm is going to a different plane. Your hearing goes out, your eyes change, the sm things smell different. Like that is connecting to like something that's not here and now. And if you can do that alone, I mean, that shit is like super wild. I mean, it came from very like, I think it was just like internal prude as a kid, never masturbated, found out what vibrators were. And I was like, Oh Oh man, like this is this is cool. Like, and this is independence because I mean, I am Taurus Venus. I do get attached. I do need love. Uh, it sucks, and like I w like I like the that sometimes with sex there is almost like clarity because it's primal in some way where it's just like none like I'm just rocks offing. I'm not talking about like Venusy emotional love here. I'm just I'm just trying to enter like a totally different plane, which I think also like yes to all those like partnership transformative like this is a big deal but then also like if you turn that in solo it's so it's so like um i don't know i, I think the that's just the transformation yeah yeah, yeah exactly well, it's, that to me is like the kneeling thing where it's like oh, okay are you getting caught up in sex as a thing that requires another person in uh -huh. order for you to make to to reach this other state or can you do that for yourself in a different way. Mm -hmm. And then that also is recognizing that it isn't about the, you know, the other person. It's about this self care, this self pleasure, this ability to create your own, your own magic. Yeah. So one also like those moments of like, Oh, do I want to like swipe on Tinder? Let me masturbate real quick. No, I do not like the earth. I've taken my hands and put them somewhere else and they like, and again, then maybe you do get back on Tinder, but I think there is uh masturbating can free up some of the, that like tension. And it's just like a tension, like of mm -hmm. just like bottle up shit. So mm -hmm. flick it out, 
baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go through placements. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, we talked about Scorpio as a whole. Um, so we'll get more into the the um, other placement things. From the only way to learn astrology book, um, March and McEverts, they I have the keywords for all of the placements, too. Their Ooh, keywords cool. for the sun in Scorpio um, is probing. Oh, God. Of course. Duh. Um, and then the key word for the sun in the eighth house. So I feel like these can be used. Uh, like any any sun in the eighth any house? Any sun in the eighth house. But mm-hmm. I liked that for Scorpio specifically. I don't think I've done that in the past for other ones, but I looked at both of them for each of them. Um, the word is regenerative. Oh, mommy like celebrities are Leonardo DiCaprio, Katy Perry, Hillary Clinton, Jodie Foster, Come on, let's find some not white people. Uh, Drake. Um, well, I have some. I have some Mary fuck kill people. We'll, we'll, okay, sa- okay, okay. we'll save them because I don't want any. Sp- I don't want you guys to get too horny before we, <laughs> we go through the place a placements. There's a lot of Scorp. I mean, in mm-hmm. general, I was like, we get it. Scorpios, you worked really hard and fought your way to the top and fucked all over town. Good for you, Scorpio rising. First of all a great song by soccer mommy if you've never heard that song it's also my astrology playlist love that song um i think i don't know if i know that many scorpio rising but i i feel like it is that charming i fucking who is she who are they what do they do for work what do they eat for life? like it's just that like very like almost like celebrity kind of vibe of like oh who just who is that person but i think also since scorpios do care like they're not like a sign that doesn't give a shit i think you might come off like you care more than you do so i think it might be surprising to people that you don't care nearly as much oh and again everything is subject to your aspects and your house placements all these things we talk about it all the time but general read on the scorpio rising that's it scorpio risings are enigmatic and uh like uh yeah, I think who is she? My my sister and my dad are both Scorpio risings. I feel like I know a lot of Scorpio risings. Oh, who is she? Mr. Beautiful Logan. eyes. Ooh, sparkles. Nicole Kidman. Hello. Justin Bieber. Lana Del Rey. Oh shit, who are they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prince. Who is he? Robin Williams. Ugh. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Intensity. Yeah. But also unknowable and very um it's one that I remember reading about this that is um considered more of a I mean, I think all rising signs are to a certain degree, but there is a lot of kind of like a developed a developed rising sign yeah. in a Scorpio, as in like this was a this is a shield I needed to put on. Yeah. Or not necessarily a shield because that has like a more defensive thing, but it is very much like I can be whatever I need to be in this situation and the awareness of that. So it is a little kind of like can transform transform from moment to moment, but never not not necessarily it's it's an armor that's protective. Yeah. To, I think. A lot of the Scorpio risings now that I'm thinking about it have like very social um sun and moon and I'm thinking of just their big three and I feel like that does round out that like um like why are people like almost afraid to talk to me oh but they want but they want to come up to me and like y- there is like that balancing of like it would almost be like oh I'm not al- I'm not gonna allow myself to put all every every and all things out there yes it's very it's um discern- but selective things discerning <laughs> yes 
curated things. Um, the moon, Scorpio moon. I mean, all right, realty. It took me a while to like get into Scorpio moon people. Y'all are tough. Like you're very, you're intense. Uh, uh, I think like Scorpio moon people though, like, and this is just like shady tea, like want to be considered easygoing, but just like aren't, but they're not like difficult. I think it's just like, wow, I'm this watery moon and I'm like mystical and this and I'm just chilling and it's like, no, but I have like a very specific feeling about every specific thing that's ever specifically existed, which is great. I think it's just surprising to a lot of people. Like it's always like, oh, like I didn't know you cared that much about this one thing. That's, oh, mm-hmm. and you care about all of the one thing. <laughs> like, <Yes>. got it. <laughs> uh, the words that uh, March and McEvers use for this one are for Scorpio, a most emotionally possessive. Oh shit! And for eighth house intuitive, so mm. I mean it. I think a little bit of both, right it's there. It's both, and it's. I think that that's the. I guess to answer my initial query about why is this a a fall placement for the moon? Mm-hmm. It's because your emotions are more fluid, are more uh, quickly moving and changing. The moon changes signs so quickly that. You can be feeling something one day and feeling something different another day and holding on, I think, to everything and taking your emotions as seriously. Scorpio is a very serious and devoted and deep sign that it's like, I think, having some levity with your own emotion, not taking it so seriously is. uh, Makes it for an for an easier Mm. existence perhaps do you know what i mean yeah i could see that beyonce lady gaga oh shit j-lo oh shit scarlett johansson miley cyrus kylie jenner bruce lee will smith yo these are all perfect examples of people who take themselves very seriously york and not not in a bad no shade at all I don't mean that in a bad way, but the, again, that's like a, that's not someone who's like, Oh, I'm, I'm crying. And I'm not like, these are people who are very deliberate. I think yeah. with the ways that they show emotion and, and, um, yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. Scorpio Mercury doesn't miss a beat has receipts. This is like, I feel like when I saw like thought of Scorpio Mercury, just like, like visioning it in my brain, it feels like, the nurse that's like, this is going to hurt, and I'm doing it one, two, three shots over. Like, very just like, I'm... I'm she says she's going to count to three, but she gives you a <laughs> shot on two. <laughs> it's like, and and you'll thank me for it, yeah. is like, is the follow-up. I think it's just, they're passionate speakers. They um, yeah, they'll give you the play-by-play of the movie they saw because they want to, like, convince you to see it. Like, they're going to get you on board with whatever they want you to get on board with. Like, they're... Uh, it's like factual, but also like hype man at the same, like all at the same time, which is pretty like, I'm into that. Like I think Scorpio Mercury, I thought that one was like a fun placement to me. That's mine. Um, words incisive for Scorpio and eighth house motivation conscious, which I think oh. is very accurate. Motivation conscious. That's something that I am constantly working on is is that like, yeah, but why are they saying that? What do they really mean? Mm, deeper. Which, which is a lot of times accurate, but also not necessarily a good, of, uh, an efficient use of your mental energy <laughs> for, every, it's also about applying 
Scorpio's lesson for all of it is just applying discernment in when your intensity is well placed, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think what you just said, I think, can lend to like all Scorpio everything. Yeah. Just like, is that, is that worth really looking that? into? Yeah. We know you can look into it. Mm-hmm. Might be a waste of your time. Yeah. It's like, I think the cashier just said, you're next. I don't think there's any like deeper yeah. meaning behind that. I don't know. <laughs> you're next? That's a scary one. You're <laughs> next. You're like, uh, am I? Um, <laughs> Katy Perry, she's a lot. Um, yeah. Well, she's, she's like the most Scorpio person ever. Kim K, <sighs> Hillary, Gandhi, Julia Roberts, Eminem, gross. Uh, Drake again. Bruce Lee again. Nice. Oh, yeah. uh, Scorpio Venus, that scary little Venus. Uh, I think this is, I think probably why Scorpio Venus is considered like, oh, what is this? Is it's, I think it's just like very laser focused. I mean, that's, a, I think, a Scorpio trait across the board as well. It's like, I want that. I'm going to get that. Like, I'm going to figure out the steps. I'm going to figure out if it's a long con or a short con. But... I'm going to get that. And I don't think it's necessarily always even love things. I think it can be, I mean, now that we've talked more about like in the personal plans so of like Venus, again, it's love and all these things, but it's also desires and like those just, I want these things. And I think that can even be like the job they want, the clothes they want. Like the, it's just this like, um, I don't know. It's like a power suit. Like I see Scorpio Venus as just like, I'm wearing like the expensive power suit I've come into the meeting prepared. I printed on the nice paper. Like I, I, I did all the steps because I know what I want and I want it to match what I'm giving out too. So I think it just, it's like aiming for excellence. And that's in all things with love, business, all, all, all of the above. The words that March and McEvers use are intense mm. for Scorpio Venus and eighth house Venus is sensuous. Mm. I think, again, I think it's in detriment because you can't control other people. Yeah. And, you can only, I think it's, 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 it's domicile and Taurus because Taurus is concerned with themselves in the thing where it's like, this is what I want. This is what I, not to again, oversimplify with it, but it's just like, yeah, you can't, you can't make people do what you want them to do all the time. Or you can't mirror, people don't mirror you. Always. Yeah. And that's intent. And you, and no matter how <laughs> intense you are, no matter how much you want to like control it and do, I mean, I get, I get it. But. Jim yeah. Morrison, Jay-Z. Uh, Bill Gates, oh. Hillary, and Leo again. That, Hillary, I feel like is, super score. is such a good example of that, of just like, come on, like, I'm doing it all. I'm I'm like, I want it so bad. Can't you, can't you guys see it and want it? And that, and uh-huh. to me, I want yeah, it so bad. Yeah, just come on, I want it. Oh my God. Have you guys seen the shot glass in my house? That's no. like an amazing artifact. I'll, if I remember, I'll post a picture. Whoever uh, emailed about being our timestamps intern, uh, remind me to post this picture. Please email us. There was some, like a few people who were like, I will be your intern. I was like, I don't know how I ethically feel about this, but we'll, we'll follow up. Uh, you can put anything you want on your resume. Uh, yeah, we'll, like, we'll, we'll vouch. We'll, yeah. We'll be answering the we phone. We will fact check. We'll be answering the phone when you get like, uh, referrals, like, Oh yeah, they were great interns. <laughs> <laughs> but we, I saw it in out of the closet thrift store, the shot glass from the Hillary Rodham Clinton campaign that had the Hillary logo with the H and the little red arrow, which was just like, "Yep, I'm yep. leaning to the right. I'm telling you everything that's up here." And also, it said, "Made from 100% shattered glass ceiling." Yeah, and that was the, and dude, this I'm like, this is gonna be this is my like it's pawn star. Yeah, knowledge. this is my pawn stars collector's item, pristine shot glass. Absolutely love it. Perfect. Uh, Scorpio Mars. 
Um, again, Scorpio and Mars, they used to be friends. They used to fuck. You know, we don't really talk about it anymore. But I now mean, we talk about it. We talk about it a little bit. I mean, they're kind of around. Scorpio's hanging around those exes. But the Pluto, you know, I think now the dark power is all there. Um, I think when we think of Mars and we stereotype into the aggression, you know, how do you fight to Mars or whatever? Um, I feel like rather than maybe like a Mars, Aries Mars, that would be just like, I take it on head first and that's what I do. I think the Scorpio Mars is like, I'm going to like throw the fishing line out and see if like the fish are biting and if they're biting, then I'm going to like go catch more fish. But if they're not like, I'm going to wait to, I think it's just more strategizing of when to move and to take charge versus just like take jumping in. Whoops. I didn't even bring a suit. And Scorpio's like, no, I'm like going to bring the suit. I'm going to coordinate it. I'm going to make sure I have a towel also for when I'm getting out of the water. It's just very, I mean, I think of like almost like very, almost like a drill sergeant and like it's very like it's kids it knows when to move which is smart it's a it's probably a better way to have a mars placement i think it's like the art of war yes yes Not exactly aries is like the the passion of the war instinct yeah the warrior instinct to yeah i this think is like strategy this yes. is like the little chess pieces you see in war movies when they're like we're gonna put our boats like here aries and then our boats over here soldier <laughs> and Scorpio is a general. Shit. You, know? you heard it first, people. Um, and maybe I'm saying that because I do have a Scorpio Mars. Um, yes, you do. No big deal. I'm just dignified. Uh, the <laughs> word is explosive. <laughs> explosive. Uh, and the eighth house Mars is fervent. Mm. I think it's just, I mean, again, it's like truly... Yeah, is stagnant water good for you? No, but it can sit there for a long fucking time. Maybe good for the water. <laughs> yeah. Um, Taylor Swift, Leo again, Kurt Cobain, Jennifer Aniston, huh. Oprah, Bruce Oprah. Lee again, the Zuck. Oh God. Um, hey, there's good, there's good ones and bad Jimmy ones for Hendrix. all of us. Interesting. Inter- Marilyn Manson. Interesting. Hmm. Scorpio, Jupiter, magical ass Jupiter, little lucky Jupiter. I mean, I think. I think like uh, I don't know why this came to mind, and maybe it's because like Jupiter, since it is like getting more things and Sagittarius energy. I feel like this is just Scorpio usually does lean towards security, but wants adventure. So I don't know. I guess just for me, I thought of this of of like a reminder just to Scorpios that like risks are cool and like inherently like in what you want to like of all that like living on a whim, but it also feels like. Uh, controlled whims. I don't know. Like, just brought some me like symbology of like wanting to release. And I think when you release, you're going to like actually get more shit than you thought you were going to. Cause you figured like, I accounted for all the shit. Like I knew what all the shit that was coming to me. It's like, no, it doesn't like work that way. Like you can just let it go. The words that March and McEvers use are, uh, persevering. Okay. Which, is not persevering, <laughs> um, but it is similar where it is. It's like staying the course. Ah, uh-huh. And then the eighth house word is discerning. And I think that those both are the same thing where it's like the, you know, sticking with the one who brung you in, in one capacity where it's like luck can, luck can go up and down if, but if you stay the course, that is luck that's creating your own luck in and of itself. And then also discerning of like not being 
not being just like taken by a good offer or whatever, knowing again, being aware of motivations and things like that, being Mm -hmm. able to spot out a truly lucky opportunity because that's when preparation and timing match knowing when to like strike that's mm-hmm. i mean that's the scorpion the yes. scorpion isn't going after everything they're like nah that's not one worth that's not the one i'm going for right Ooh, i like that because it is like it kind of like echoes i think this yes those things that like this could never happen to me it can but you can't like take every weird scammy yeah. opportunity that comes like you'll know when the magical one that's right for you and it can't believe this is true it's like well believe it's true and like strike it now because mm-hmm. this is this is the time to do it mm-hmm. a question who is <laughs> elaine delon who keeps coming up uh oh spelled a-l-a-n a-l-a-i-n um, uh former husband of jane fonda okay I believe. Just curious. Who, um, hang on. Just kind of liked the picture and thought, hmm, I wonder think who that so. is. Hang on. Elaine, like, um, Elaine Delon. I think these uh, Scorpio Jupiter people are very interesting because I think they're all, ba- they all like have an iconic style or, or moment or something. Britney Spears, Elvis Presley, uh, David Bowie, wow, Winter Thurman, yeah. Nicki Minaj, uh, that man. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I was wrong. He's not. Tupac, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that guy who I have no idea who he is. Oh, Elaine Delon. Mm -hmm. He's hot. I know. I'm like, I'm looking at the picture on here, but I was like, oh, this is like, he seems to have some kind of swankiness. Oh, maybe. I'll click on him. I just, I'm like, maybe his sons or someone. I'm like, or it's like a Mm. name. Uh, I don't know. Well, because. Astro theme, you know, they give you the most searched celebrities mm-hmm. in order. So I, I was just curious, like, I'm like, never heard of this person, but clearly he's, oh, he's a French actor. Yeah. French actor. So he's, he's alive. Let's get um, him on the pod. Elaine Delon. Uh, France's answer to James Dean. Yeah. Oh. So quite, a, quite a famous actor. Yeah. Oh, so I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm like. I know. All right, Scorpios, if you needed some spank bank material, Google Elaine Delon, uh, satisfying for any eyes that fall upon him wait am i right maybe i didn't see a jane fonda in his wedding they're list but maybe a, they date they're in a wedding they're in a not a wedding they're in a movie together they're in uh, a wedding but he, and then i think i mean sex symbol they did i swear to I'm god sure they, they, i'm sure they fucked i really at the very least here's a picture of them on a boat in a rib in the riviera together oh send me that <laughs> i mean i swear they i listened to he must remember. I swear this is on. You must remember this. Ooh, anyways, Mama Likey. Anyways, um, Scorp- Scorpio Saturn. Saturn. So I mean, Saturn's all like. I mean, not all. There's different things, but mainly about the rules. I mean, Scorpio does like when everyone plays by their rules that they did uh, make up. Um, so I think this one to me, like, it felt like a like a reminder of just like remembering that not everyone's working in your systems, and that like there's many systems to like crack the codes into, which I think Scorpios are actively trying to do at all times. But we're all playing like different versions of the same exact game, and I think it's sometimes like a mind fuck to wrap our heads around where it's like I've done everything right. It's like, well, in your game, but like in everyone else's game, like you're like you're diddly shit. Um, but this is our 1982 to 1985 people. Also, um, if you had any babies from 2000, October 2012 to December 2014, this is for them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the words are purposeful for Sat- her Scorpio. I'm sorry. And solicitous. 
mm-hmm. for the eighth house, which yeah. I liked. They, March and McEvers have great words. Yeah, I, I do was like, like look at that. I was like, ooh, that's a fun. I, I made that noise several times. <laughs> like, oh, nice. Cute words you got there. Marilyn Monroe, Steve Jobs, Katy Perry. Ka- Dude, Katy Perry is the yeah, most Scorpio person on the planet. Bill Gates, what Amy Winehouse, Nicki Minaj. Oprah. Wow. All right. So, like, technically, I feel like we haven't talked about outer ones in a minute, but there was uh, Scorpio's back, baby. So here we are again. What can I say? Uranus and Scorpio. This would be 1975 to 1981. Yeah. So I don't think anyone from the 1891 to 1898 class is listening. But if you are. But maybe like through like just, you know, like that horror movie where like the ghosts live in like the static Maybe mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. Maybe this podcast is full of ghosts. Uh, I don't really much note of like personality things. I'm just thinking more of these outer things of like, oh, I feel like this was the first big chunk of time where we're like, we're really out of like the late 60s, early 70s vibe of like, woo, like we're just chilling and having fun and living. And then I think, I feel like that was a wake up call of people like, no, like what are we do? Like, what are we doing? How are we sustaining ourselves? Where do we get money from? Like, I, and I think that was that push of like almost like a new industrialism in a way. Um, so I think it's just like an interesting time of like uh, seriousness in a, in a mm-hmm. sense of like, of like, no, like, oh, God, I can't believe I was like walking around with like no bra on these overalls. Like, I'm ready to like put my my big girl panties on again. Well, like, it like- feels like very like deter- like a a statement of like this is changing now well i think it is also like the consequences it's like did we change anything yeah okay well we burned our bras is that did did we actually are people treating us better i don't know yet so is that the actual you know hating convention right all of this uranus exalted place where it's like yeah let's actually do something that's you know mm-hmm. the yeah. words yeah the words are indomitable okay an eighth house uranus is experimental Okay. Also, even that idea too of just like, well, why don't we try something else? Yeah. This yeah. Was is this really working? Is this sustainable? Let's well, even mix from it like, up. even from like a uh, music standpoint, I think that is like a we're embracing more of the disco's dead, uh, moving to like different electronic music. Like it, it is like a very like we don't have to just listen to straight up rock anymore, mm-hmm. or we do any of this anymore. Beyonce, Kim K. Shakira, Kanye, Shakira, Shakira, Heath Ledger, Justin Timberlake, there Ryan Gosling. There you Damn. go. Uh, and then I was like, well, I'll keep Scorpio Neptune too. It's 56 to the 70. Um, I mean, Neptune is that Pisces energy at heart. And I think in Neptune Scorpio too, I feel like that is where this Uranus maybe was like, like rules and regulations. I feel like this is like, the otherworldly, the dark themes, the finding like the magic in this kind of like, I don't know. I love that Scorpio has this like balance of like otherworldliness and weirdness, but also of like very like focused and structured, like all at the same time. So I feel like this leans more into like, uh, like acid trip energy. <laughs> well, the words that March and McEvers use are subtle mm. and soul searching. Oh. I mean, acid is like subtle soul searching in many ways well yeah. sometimes not so subtle but 
Jesus the Christ. Wow. Barack Obama. I don't know how we got his birthday. Uh, yeah. Not Barack Obama. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Do you mis- mean because we don't know his <laughs> birth, certificate? His birth <laughs> certificate? Wow. <laughs> this turns into that. And my next guest, Alex Jones. Okay. Um, <laughs> Michelle Obama, Madonna, Brad Pitt, uh, George Clooney, Jennifer Lopez, Keanu Reeves, Princess Di. Oh, miss you, Di. And finally, dude, Scorpio Pluto, baby, yes, our generation is talking about my generation. Welcome home, Pluto, you home. (laughs) (laughs) Nineteen eighty-three to November eighty-three to November ninety-five. I mean, there's a lot of articles about the like millennial Scorpio like generation. Like that's that's it. It's defined with this Pluto ness. Elite Daily had this article about the Pluto Scorpio millennial generation. And I did like their kind of theme of that. We're the kind of first generation that's uh, been in the presence of constant trauma, which I was like, true. Uh, Just from news cycle perspective to like just the major events that we've seen in our short lifetime has been like pretty fucking intense, which yeah, our parents' generations have they've all seen intense but we see it like very much on a daily basis where we are are we desensitizing or are we just the scorpio pluto generation that can kind of take it and hang with it um and again it's back home it's like what is life what really matters oh i think this sounds awful so i'm gonna do what feeds my soul and you know keep it moving mm-hmm. hey uh the words are redemption mm. which i think is beautiful hell yeah um love that word investigative is pluto in the eighth house Mm, so yes celebrities are stevie anderson (laughs) julia dude dude fuck can we add ourselves to this yeah we can make a wikipedia page for ourselves probably (gasps) i didn't even think of that oh my god i would love to have a wikipedia page um (laughs) hey i know what i know what i'm getting you guys for christmas I love the Wikipedia pages that are, like are obvious that like, you they wrote that they, and it's like yeah. she was the lead in the school play in eighth grade and it's like who knew that you're like okay as either you and your mama um but yeah Scorpio oh yeah let's let's, let's do this fuck thing kill. all right fuck I should have picked I should have narrowed down my suns and moons there was a lot of fucking there Scorpios were too and there was so I have two triples to play with um damn what do you call that a six a sex tuple. A sex tuple. That's a thruple joke. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's do Mary Fuck Kill. First with these two triple Scorpios, Katy Perry and Bjork, which I was like, Whoa. hot damn. Did you have another triple? Mm, I don't know because I had X out. I don't think so. Okay. Those are well, the two, I think. We'll add um, Whoopi Goldberg as a Scorpio sun, Scorpio moon to this mix. Uh, there's a lot of Scorpio sun, Scorpio moon celebs. Okay, I'm. Mm, this is tough. Yo, Very, I'm you know, an, an odd okay. group of, uh, of of ladies up in this up in here. I'm gonna fuck Katy Perry. Okay. I'm gonna marry Whoopi Goldberg, and I'm gonna kill Bjork. Um, even though Whoopi would say that she never wants to get married, oh, she yeah. doesn't want anyone in her house. Famous <laughs> Scorpio meme. Um, I do. Re- I do respect that. Um, but Sister Act and Sister Act 2 were very important uh, in my family. Yeah. Love Whoopi. Um, Why are you fucking Katie? I think I have the same one. Because I hate Katy Perry and I love her. Okay. And She's got bangers. I mean. And you know what? I just think Bjork would be fucking annoying. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just don't really know and about I wouldn't be Bjork. Able to, I wouldn't I, be able to not do the accent to her. Uh, I really don't like how everyone dresses up in that swan dress for Halloween, so I'd just kill her just for that. Mm. And then if I could kill, like, maybe just that moment. Sure. <laughs> but I don't think that's part of the game, so I'm just going to straight up murder her. Then people feel too weird to do that on Halloween. Or maybe they'll do it more. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and then I'm probably going to have sex with Katy Perry because Whoopi Goldberg seems like more of a life partner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Whoopi Goldberg someone you, like, locked down. I'm, like, now I'm, like, all right, fuck. The thing is, I, I don't know if I, like, I really don't want to marry like marry like anybody like this is like a no yeah that it was a tough one yeah, of <laughs> like i'm really i'm really like thinking of like grocery shopping like i'm thinking of yeah. all these things and it seems horrible with I everyone mean, i think honestly and maybe this is my scorpios coming out but i again i'm like i want to hang out with whoopi okay i mean anytime i think i'm going to marry whoopi I know she doesn't want me in the yeah. house. Like I don't you need said, to be in the house. It's fine. fine. We can have just let me in your heart, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we can have the houses that connect by a bridge or yeah. what have you. Well, I respect that. Hell yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna fuck Bjork. I really like Bjork. Uh, I want to see what Iceland is all about. And uh, also, there's a really good picture I love of Bjork where she wears a shirt that says "It's in the Coke font." It says "Enjoy cock." So that seems kind of fun. Sure. Um, and I'm just gonna kill Kayberry. Honestly, great hits. You don't need to explain yourself. <laughs> great hits, but I don't know. We are just I watched that live feed of her and God. Good Lord. Yeah, Good Lord I help you. Sun and Moons. Man. Ryan Reynolds, Seth MacFarlane, Nia Long, Rebecca Romaine, Thandie Newton, Brittany Murphy, R.I.P., Ellen Pompeo, Randy Macho Man Savage, RuPaul, Owen Wilson, Scarlett Johansson. Shit. I wouldn't marry any one of them. Shit. I know. They all seem very, uh, very difficult to live with. Uh, Sun, Moon, or Sun and Rising. Let's go with Rob Schneider. Okay. Hey, we talked about her before. We've played with her before, but fuck it. She's coming back, back for the match. Hilly Rodham Clinton. Bring her back. Bring her back. And Neil Young. Oh, brother. I did do a show with Rob Schneider one time. No, Lisa, no. I did, yeah. They're probably Holy shit. He was good. I'm not going to lie. Did I didn't f- expect him to be. Okay. I'm, despite, I'm going to kill Rob Schneider. I can. I can. I feel like he would do one of his like voices while I did it. Um, mm. Look, semi. Yeah. I mean, I'm just so now. I mean, all. God, this not is, a, not an easy. Not this an is easy a difficult one. one. I mean, as you said, Scorpio is complicated. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would. I think I would fuck Hillary. All right. And I would marry Neil Young. All right. I Yeah. I, I don't mean, know exactly why, but it just <laughs> um this is how the cards Yeah. Were I think that I like I'm fucking Hillary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um and then I just think Neil Young probably has like fun stories and uh, mm-hmm. you know we'd be the a, acreage be alone. A, yeah be like we don't have to see each other all that much and mm-hmm. whatever i, I like can, it i can get down i don't know i don't feel like i can kill rough <laughs> 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 
What are you gonna fuck him? Marry him? I'm definitely not gonna marry him, but uh, I don't want to kill Hillary either. But I think she might have to go. <laughs> I mean, this again. I feel like Neil's been the only consistently possibly safe one, but he's got his own bag of worms. I'm definitely gonna marry Neil. And then I think I'm gonna fuck Rob Schneider. Whoa. Yeah, wow, what a what a uh, Wow. You, you heard it here, folks. I don't know. I met him. I feel weird saying that I wanted to kill him. Yeah, but dude, I maybe also, if you run him to him again. There's a lot of really <laughs> funny moments in Big Daddy and you know? I just watched that like two nights ago. But also Rob Schneider, he's like he is like MAGA E now and Oh he is? Yeah. Oh, I'll kill him. Okay. I'll kill him. I didn't know. Yeah, he's got. Yeah. And, oh, he can go. Then, and also during the Shane uh, Gillis thing, he was like, as one of the only Asian cast members, I'm okay with that. And everyone's like, guy, like, oh, come on. Okay. Thank you, Scorpio, adding to this conversation that was oh so necessary. All right, well, I'll kill him. <laughs> I, didn't realize. I just thought he was nice at the improv. I'm lab. sure he's. I mean, he was and is a funny comedic actor. I mean, the animal. Hello. Um, but I'm all Juice I'm, Bigelow, Male Gigolo, those oh, so good. <laughs> those previews were so seminal. Good. For me. Uh, I'm gonna kill Rob Schneider. I guess I'm fucking Hillary, cause why not? And uh, I'll marry Neil. But yeah, these are all horrible options, and none of them seem that fun. I mean, Neil, best like singer songwriter of our generation. But I told you guys about when I saw him, right? Yeah. His Monsanto like mega segment that was just like so long and so but his it's just he's he's making bad art now give me an old neil young yeah. old neil young look but hey complicated also you some, get the good you get the bad <laughs> that's scorpio baby so all their sun moon rising or sun risings is caitlin jenner uh grace slick gavin rossdale grace kelly and chloe sevigny cool Damn. yeah a lot of Again, cool. complicated cast of characters. I mean, all those. Imagine all those celebs, sun, moons, and risings at like a mixer. It would just be pure, unadulterated wow. hell. <laughs> well, I hope that that's not how you felt about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, if you did good, we planned it that way. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, we love you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. What's Bye. Sign? What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?